Um, you want to do the intro? All right. Hi, guys. Hello. This is Noelle. This is Nick. And we are on episode 27. Seven. Oh, wow. And I can't be here. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll get a new podcast co-host then. What? You said I can't be here. Yeah, that's how I feel about living, being quarantined in a house with <laughs> I Nick. I can't be here anymore. I can't anymore. be here anymore. Can't take it. <laughs> this was the first episode since the introduction of three new cast members. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to know Vivi, Kai, and Tupas. Topo, as Topo. we call him. Tupac. That's right. <laughs> Tupac, as <laughs> you thought I called him. Um, what What do we even... Where do well, we start? I, they, I, they ate a lot of good food. This was a great episode for Rio getting fed. Yeah. If that's what you're into, you came to the right the right place. Yeah. So uh, Rio finally met the new people. That hadn't happened because he was away playing oh, basketball, right? right? right so right. we got to his... <laughs> he met... Um, he, he limped into the house with a leg injury and met Vivi and Kai mm-hmm. for the first time. <laughs> and then, I mean, that was whatever. Yeah. But his... his Everyone was just like, what happened? His first time meeting Tupas was awesome. Because he's like limping into his bed and Tupas <laughs> like sits up in bed and says like, good morning. I would like jump if it was that happened to me. It was truly a jump scare. Especially because Tupas kind of carries himself... <laughs> Like a scary, like, child in a horror movie. Oh my gosh, if, yes. If you put, like, jump scare string noises when he, like, sat up in the bed, it would totally feel like a horror movie scene. Yeah. Um, he has real, just kind of a weird energy, that guy, huh? Yeah, he's got something going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, he's, like, a serial killer. Could be a serial killer. That would that would be a perfect Halloween treat for this. <laughs> we, we got a good Halloween vibe this episode. Um, what, what's there to talk about? So a there, lot. Yeah, so much. I just don't know where to begin. I guess I know it's hard to begin. There's this. There's a moment where I mean, let's talk about the status of the Rio Hana non romance. Um, oh, because first she yeah. semi confesses. Right. Him. She asks Emika for advice on how to confess, and then sort of confesses to him. Wait, actually, let's start with the injury because Hana takes advantage of his injury. It feels like it, huh? To like. Like, she was, like, secretly happy that he was injured so Dude. she can, like, take care of him, quote-unquote. When he when he limped in at the beginning, my first thought was, like, there's going to be some weird stuff about, like, pampering him. We saw that earlier this season. I think somebody got sick and someone else took care of them. That happens a lot in this show, yeah. actually. It's a weird shortcut to, um, to spending time with someone that I guess these people like to use. Um, they're, like kidnapped they, they like can't leave or... yeah and hana her whole vibe for the past three or four episodes has already been like chained you to the radiator and forced you to be <laughs> her girlfriend energy so like <laughs> i kind of pretty scary it just felt like an escalation of what was already a kind of weird crazy vibes we were getting from her that are fully vindicated in the last 60 seconds of this episode it was kind of controlling yeah vibe. so so like we said she like confesses to rio she sort of. She says she has what was the word Mo- moya 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 moya, which is like I don't I don't know exactly how people use that word. The subtitles chose to translate it as fuzzy feelings. Probably just means like butterflies. It's like a onomatopoeia, right? Like yeah. that Japanese sort of. When you hear a double phrase like that, I, my brain immediately thinks that's a onomatopoeia. Yeah, no, it's one of those. There's this even in that scene. Like I just feel like she's not tuned into the reality of. The situation and the reality of our world because like she's saying stuff like even before the confession she's like rio i want to be here for you and i want to help you heal in this trying time and he was like oh yeah thanks for lunch 
And then she's just like, you're my superhero. Like it was, You were cringing pretty hard. I was hard. cringing really hard. And I was like, am I cringing because of like a lack of validation in my childhood? Or is this like actually cringy? No, it's cringy. It's That's cringy, right? not a reflection on you at all, I don't think. <laughs> um, it was like, and he was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, he was not... He, it just feels so one-sided and so imaginary. It's not a romance if only one person is <laughs> involved in it. He's yeah. like every at every opportunity. And you know what? I don't think he's oblivious. I don't think no. he doesn't know. Like when, when she says she has feelings for you and he's like, oh yeah, like what? Like what do you mean? What kind of feelings? Like he knows, but he's just at every opportunity when she says shit like this, he kind of downplays it intentionally and is like almost to spare her feelings. He's like... Yeah, thanks for thanks for lunch. He should have rejected her. That would have actually been nicer to her. What would that have? What would that have looked and sounded like? Though? I mean, it would have been really scary to reject her, but it was almost like leading her on more to not give like a no answer. It, to that, to the question, I was surprised yeah. when she said, "Well, first of all, she's like, I want you to help me figure out what these feelings are," and he's like, "Oh yeah, sure, I'll help you." Yeah, kind of a weird response, but it's a weird response to a weird question. It is a weird question. I don't know. He could have been like, I'm not looking to date. Yeah. Well, he said as much to her basically before now, which is like his roundabout way of rejecting her. That's true. Unfortunately for him, Hana cannot pick up on any social cues at all. I know. It's just so weird how quickly we've kind of turned on her. Remember when she was like our, our favorite character? I know I've said that I know, like I every, loved her. every podcast, but. But I also never trust girls that are screaming all the time. <laughs> And, like, that's how she started with. And I'm like, she's great right now. But yeah. I don't have a lot of friends that are like that for no, a reason. No, <laughs> she's got, like, a, a, a truly has a sort of a manic energy to the way she carries herself. I think it's, like, attention or vibes, hmm. actually. I see it. I think we need to talk about the last scene. But before we do that, let's talk about the what would otherwise be the, the highlight of the episode, which is top, uh, fuck, Tupas and Emika's <laughs> scene in the playroom. Oh, you might have been cringing even harder at that. That was like the most awkward. Con- it was like they hadn't talked, like hadn't used their voices in like years. <laughs> and then they talked for like the first time in years. Mm. That's kind of like how like sentences were coming out. The rhythm of it was like was, off. Yes. The translation, you can't tell because it's just a normal sentence. Yeah. But it was, it was so bad. Yeah. I couldn't really pick up. I was really fascinated when you were reacting so like physically to it because I wasn't, it seemed a little awkward because he's so formal, Yeah. but the degree to which it was awkward was not apparent to me until you said so. And then immediately after that, the peanut gallery came in and was like, that was crazy. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> but what's, what's weird to me though, is that Emika didn't seem to think it was like when she went back to the girls room, they're like, how was your playroom date with homie she was like oh yeah it was fun we have a date now i think we uh we get along really well i could see myself dating like they seem compatible they seem like they're they're both maybe weirdos who are operating on the exact same frequency in the same wavelength and it it works for them i'm here for it honestly cool i would love i would love that to happen they're harmless together agreed (laughs) whatever like i guess we're just gonna ignore the fact that yo put his arm on emika's knees yeah maybe that was Maybe that didn't signify anything. Maybe I still think they hooked up. Yeah. Just want to keep repeating. I just want to know the truth, man. I just yeah. want someday we we deserve to know what actually truly what what's going on behind the scenes there. Um also in that girls room conversation, Vivi admits in kind of a roundabout way that she's into Rio. She was like terrified to admit it low key. Understandable, right? right? For good reason. Hannah was like, "Yeah, what about you? What do you think of the guy? Who are is there anyone you're interested in?" And she's like, oh, "I'm not really sure I should answer that." Yeah. Which 
is kind of a in a round that is yeah. that that's an answer. And and Hana immediately acknowledges like, oh okay, I think I, I know just, exactly. I don't, I don't get it. Like what I mean, I asked this question too. I was like, what kind of cologne is he wearing? Because like all the girls are like into it. But I think that cologne is called stability. The cologne is called like being a basketball player. Right. With like a with like a income and good career prospects. Passion. And and just a just, path in life. Yeah. That's sometimes that's enough. Yeah. Definitely not a stand-up comedian of four months. Hana needs to get out of this house. Yeah. Hana is not she I guess she just needs to like get laid. She is not stable enough to exist in this setting. That's Ter- true. Terrace House is a a harsher than normal Very environment harsh. for relationships because or for burgeoning relationships because you're in the confined quarters at almost all times with the person you're interested in and possibly the person they're interested in. But not only can she not handle that, she can't even handle like right. a tame normal lightly flirty conversation between her crush and someone else without having a complete mental breakdown like yeah. get out of the house right get out of the house <laughs> yeah no truly and like it's one thing if her and yo had like some kind of relationship yeah right? like they were like currently dating or he had just rejected her but it's like this one-sided imaginary <laughs> completely projected thing it just seems like she can't handle her fantasy and reality not perfectly meshing it's i mean a lot of i think a lot of people are like that though Mm. right and that's why you know people are scary she's not i also if i remember right she's not like terribly experienced right which is because she just the way it reminds me of like a child like the the way that she acts about this stuff is like very like i don't know it seems teenagery it doesn't seem like an adult Mm-hmm. And it's it's it also does seem very teenagery. She acts like a teenager in general, though. Yeah, it's weird because you you pointed out during the episode you're like it's weird that this like incredibly tough pro wrestler archetype know. is so susceptible to having uh, to her catching feelings, feelings and having her feelings hurt. Yeah. yeah, you know I think she'll. This is just her growing. Yeah, I. It, I guess we kind of are hinting at what the what the final scene is, but I think we should briefly touch on the the only real date that happened this episode, which is oh, right. Vivian Kai going to the pottery shop. So she says basically after she set her sights on Rio, she was like, I almost want to tell him I'm not going. I almost don't want to go on this date with Kai because I'm like so not interested. I'm so honed in on this other dude. Um, <laughs> so how can you also like be that sure of liking someone like not even a week into Yeah, they just that. met. But I guess... And and also, how can Hana She's be like hot. sitting in <laughs> sitting in the girls' room saying, "Dude, it's okay. Just tell me. You can tell me anything. Don't hide anything from me." Oh my god, she said, "Don't." Yeah, she yeah. Said, She's like, don't "No, it's worry. cool. Like, don't even worry about it. Except for if you ever talk to him in front of me, I'm gonna start crying." Literally. Like, what the fuck? It's. I just don't think that she can be here right now. The episode title is "I Can't." I kind of feel bad for her now. It's, it's almost doubled back around to being so pathetic that we're, like, back on Team Hana. Yeah, well, no, I'm not on Team Hana, but it's, like, I kind of feel bad. It's, it's, she's going through it. I get that it's hard to watch that. Yeah, but, like, if you can't in, just keep that inside. Right, that's, like, shit you keep to yourself. Totally. It's, you don't even, I don't think it's appropriate for her to start crying, even if she saw one of them, like, give the other one a kiss but they were talking in the living room right and like smiling that was the crime that they committed was smiling at each other in front of her. like that's 
Like existing. To- exactly. Like chilling at your own house. It seems really... The idea of, of dating someone that controls... She just has big, like, if you don't text her back in two minutes, she's furious energy or something. No, for sure. Like super controlling she's GF She's already energy. a controlling GF and they're not even dating. That's exactly. Yeah. And that's like never the <laughs> great no, sign. No, The episode was called I Can't Be Here. Did anyone ever say that? She kind of said it to Kai. She's really? about being like in that oh, room. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. I can't be like downstairs yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. But maybe the people who titled this episode are sending another message, which is, no, you like can't be here. Like this is bad for your health. This is stressful a little it's, bit. It's very stressful. I I don't know what's a, I don't know what's Cat a thing. fight next, probably. I, I wonder. Is there anything special we should do for the next episode if we think there's like a bombshell coming? Do we do another... Would, do you want to do another like live recording of our reaction to it or get a uh, guest on or something? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. But I oh. want to watch it now. Oh, right. Well, then we'll watch it now. I'll cut this out. <laughs> I'll cut this part out. Uh, quick check in on how you're feeling about the, the three newcomers. Who's Vivi, your... I like her. Same. Yeah. I mean, she hasn't done anything for me to feel otherwise. You didn't really care for her drawing art style. But other than that. <laughs> well, it was just. What did you say, like, before she revealed it? Like, oh, yeah. She, is the moment that she said when she was, like, about to pull out her drawings for the first time, she's like, yeah, I'm not very good. I was like, she's great at drawing. Right. Because that's what she said about her English. That's what she said about her Japanese. Well, she wouldn't show it on TV if she wasn't good. Uh, fucking Ruka begs to differ. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. She wouldn't. Someone compared his to Picasso. It was, it is like Picasso. Yeah. Yeah, it was just normal. I love, I love Vivi. She's like, I like her. She's a bold, interesting like exactly the injection of of like a person who knows how to flirt that we needed. She's like it's like becoming an American reality show <laughs> with her, like her vibe. She well, yeah. I mean, not I, in a bad way. No, I don't I agree yeah. not in a bad way. But yeah. it is funny. Like I almost think if we watched an episode of like Jersey Shore just to compare it, <laughs> what Vivi's doing is like virtuoso levels of subtle compared to what's going on on like on The Bachelor. Actually, Hana is more Jersey Shore than Vivi. Right she now. is. Yeah. She's got kind of. She's the the Snooky of this show. That's true. <laughs> she's short and scary and probably and hits people, although it's in a ring. <laughs> um, I think the, the the biggest jump scare of the episode was uh, getting shown that photo of her in the ring jumping off like the ringside rope with both feet about to kick that girl in the face because I was like, like oh no Goku. she's gonna kill <laughs> Vivi yeah she will Vivi doesn't know yet does Vivi? she does Vivi know that she like she's a wrestler yeah I don't know but I don't think it would change her behavior she seems fearless that's true I could see them getting into a physical fight actually that would be that awesome. Would be, that would be great. I mean, I'm glad we agree. That would be good TV. Emika and Topo would have to like hide under a blanket. Right. They wouldn't be able to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I like Topo so far too. Yeah, you know, I, you and I both, I could feel that during the playroom scene though, I, there was a moment where it seemed like we both, even though it was awkward as hell, his charm became apparent in a weird way in that moment. I think the lighting was like good for him right there. <laughs> it, could, it could just be a visual. Yeah. <laughs> Superficially, that was the first time. I feel like he's always shrouded in darkness. Yeah, you know? Is. Like he only wears black and I don't know, he's always in like a shadow. Is he the first vampire cast member <laughs> we've ever had? I want to see Emiko's kind of vampirish, vampirish. Vampiric. Vampiric. As I, well. He also seems to sleep during the day or something. Right. So. Yeah, he could be on uh, what we do in the shadows. That would, yeah, he has that, he that, has that vibe, vibe big for time. Sure. Like 
300 years old. <laughs> yeah. We, we didn't really talk about the Halloween scene, but I feel obligated to so I can use it in the thumbnail. Okay. The Kai put a big hat on and he looked like the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> he looked like an old lady. Yeah. He fully had some Baba Yaga energy because yeah. he's got the pointy, pointy witch's hat going, like sort of black squid ink all over his lips and teeth. His face, his already kind of sunken, his, his sort of Pete I Davison energy. That he look, I He's don't... got like that kind of, his face has kind of been grabbed and pulled down. I shouldn't say, I think he has like an autoimmune disease. What? Pete Davison. Oh, Pete does. So I shouldn't say that. Cut it out. But he's got kind of those, that, that face. He's got the second droopiest eyes in the house behind Rio. Which by the way, I'm glad we got another scene of somebody physically mocking. They really rag on that shit. It's nuts. He, he talks about it almost as much as everyone. So I think he's comfortable joking about it. He's I like, like Kai, though. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You I like do, too. You don't like him? No, I do. I think he's... Uh, yeah, I like him. <laughs> I just, just wish he'd make a single joke. I know. Like, he was on a... He's building up too much tension. Totally. He was on a pottery date with Vivi, and literally, the, the woman running the pottery session they were in was like, ha, 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 you're funny, to Vivi. <laughs> like, literally, he's being out-comedied by, a, like, a model actress white girl in Japan. Like... <laughs> What's going on? He here? actually he doesn't seem that fun to hang out with. Yeah, he's from a little scenes. a little dry. He's I just want him like he's still depressed from his breakup. Maybe, maybe. I feel like when he leaves, he's it's gonna be something like that where he's like, yeah, I decided I'm just not ready to oh, date. Like, I can't get over her. Yeah, can't you? Isn't it easy to picture that yeah, being totally. the the reason? But like, I just feel like it's it's so weird that like Rio on his bathhouse date with Hana was a hundred times funnier than Kai's ever been. Like, <laughs> it's one of those things. Rio is more of a comedian than That's the thing. And sometimes ever. sometimes people in real life are funnier than comedians, you know? They just That's don't true. aspire to be comedians. That's true. Um, but we're, we're going in episode three, and he's still, the laugh-a-meter is still all the way to the left. I know. He has a very, like, starving artist vibe yeah. right now. Stopped, by the way, he should stop telling people when they ask what his job is that he's a comedian. <laughs> I guarantee you there's no way he's made more than $150 doing stand-up. Like, in... just say you work at Murasaki Sports. <laughs> like, that's better, actually. Do you think he has a side hustle? I don't think so. Because I feel like he would have mentioned that already. So what's going on? Well, he was talking to his mom about how he's going to, like, help buy a house with Terrace House money or something. Yeah, that was... I want to rewatch that scene now. Because I wonder what exactly he was saying. I just don't know what his... His income was before this. I don't know. Maybe he just went to Arizona State before this. Mm -hmm. How old is he? He's pretty young. I think he's like 23, 22. Well. Yeah, let's just hop right into the next one. Yeah, I want to see what what happens when Hana's crying. Over under on Hana even being here in the episode after the one we're about to watch. Is there any chance that Hana makes it to episode 29? We're about to watch 28. Does she survive to 29? You think she literally leaves the house because of this? I think so. She's no, I don't think so. She, it's just something's got to give. Either she leaves or everyone else does. But there's too much good TV from this. Like, I, I agree. I just think it's wreaking havoc on this poor girl's mind. We'll see. I think she stays because if anything, like the producers offer her money to stay, she actually <laughs> wants to leave because it's like such good drama. Mm -hmm. They need to fight like two or three more times. I want to see that happen. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see right now. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Reminder that if you want to be caught up to date on Terrace House and you live in the States, the easiest way is to sign up for NordVPN at nordvpn.org slash Terrace. Uh, you'll get 70% uh, off of a three-year subscription and one month free. That's what we've been using to watch the show together ahead of time. 
Um, and yeah. If, and tweet us. Tweet at us at Terrace House Pod. Noelle is taking over that feed and we'll be monitoring it for your comments. Yeah, I check it pretty often, so usually to no notification. <laughs> but... That's why we gotta keep verbally telling y'all to do it. Please, you're this poor talk to me. This poor girl is just <laughs> refreshing her notifications tab over and over and there's nothing there. There's and... just like news on Corona, and I'm like, all right, no one's no one's tweeting me. Yeah, it's up to you guys to do this. To save a life. Donate a tweet to Noel today, <laughs> and we'll see you guys on the next one. All right, bye. Bye. Oh, we'll do this again. I forgot the catchphrase. We'll do this again. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's get to watching. Yeah.